0: Diablo 4's endgame continues to get combed over, scrutinized, and judged, and a brand new tool from the community that continues to sort of form and refine itself has led to people saying that there might be more depth to the endgame, there might be more for you to do with Diablo 4 dev streams they actually pulled images from those dev streams to put this together and because of this tool the comeback kids put together a great video arguing that the paragon board is actually quite deep and dynamic and I'm not going to watch the video but I'm going to take some stuff from their video some screenshots that I thought were very helpful and I want to ask the question is this enough many people have been continuing to sort of criticize the end game and i actually think this might quiet some of the end game naysayers and i do put all of the good info right here at the beginning of the stream so that way you don't have to go looking for it so be sure to hit subscribe be sure to hit the bell button so you don't miss out on my content The Diablo 4 Endgame will likely continue to receive criticism and feedback basically until the game launches. They will be questions, concerns, and scrutiny put on the table. The Paragon system is one such element that has been on the receiving end of a lot of concern, a lot of worry, and a lot of questions. The D4 Planner tool has been basically sourced from the images within the Diablo developer streams about the game, and the question I have is, is this enough? Does this tool point to enough depth on the Paragon boards and the potential builds that you can do? With the Hardcores, will they find this satisfactory, or will they will continue to basically basically use this as a source of disagreement and criticism? I want to break this into three sections. First, I want to talk about Paragon depth we are going to look at info from the comeback kids video about this they claim that the paragon system is deep it's dynamic and i want to go through and kind of give my own thoughts also what are the end game concerns we will look at the continued dialogue about the game to see if the new info is an answer to those concerns is this enough is the paragon board is the diablo 4 paragon explained is it enough to satisfy people who are worried and then what about the surprise the surprise in the dev stream was hinted at and did anybody guess correctly is the question so first let's just take a look at the paragon board the comeback kids I again I recommend watching their content I've got them linked in the description we're not gonna be doing like a reaction video but I did pull stuff from the video that they put together they break it down into the nodes and how the various nodes work and I actually think this is going to help Some people see there is the potential for pretty elaborate builds in Diablo 4 Endgame. So first up are normal nodes, and in the video they kind of just show you these are primarily the most common nodes. They're in place for minor bonuses to your character, like stat bonuses. It touches things like willpower, strength, intelligence, and dexterity. It's mainly meant to sort of pad the Paragon board to get you from point A to point B. Then there are magic nodes, right? There's less of these. They're a little bit more spread out. And magic nodes give you bonuses depending on the board and the build that it is catering to. So the actual Paragon board itself will have a theme. And this was new information to me. I, I was not aware of this. As much as I've read, as much as I've tried to figure it out with the Paragon board, this was like, oh, actually that's pretty cool the way they've set it up. As an example, if you are on the hemorrhage paragon board for the barbarian it will primarily focus on bleed effects things like increasing your bleed damage over time or the total damage that you do to bleeding targets so then when you're picking those magic nodes they will be within that theme they will be within that aim and as a contrast From sort of the hemorrhage board, if you put yourself on the bonebreaker paragon board, the magic nodes will do things like your total health or your overpower damage. So if you're trying to build a character within that lane, you're going to want to choose boards that have those Things available there are also class agnostic sort of generic magic nodes just sort of basic things to add to your stats so you're going to want to consider the build that you're going for when you're selecting those paragon boards because i do think that's going to play a significant role in your character's strength and in your character's power next up are rare nodes and you see these even more spaced out there's less of these on the board and this is when choice starts to become more impactful according to the comeback kids they said this is when it gets more impactful and i I happen to agree with them similar to the magic nodes that this these ones are going to depend on the board that you're on and some examples are five percent to fire damage or three percent fire damage over time for the sorcerer and then there was like a chance for additional five percent fire damage if you meet the requirements. So these bonuses are greater. They're higher. They're more specific. Again, they're going to be adding to the build uh, for your character. They're going to be adding to the build that you're going for. And then next up are sockets. Right? Now, this is when things, I think, will actually start to change. The single tile there for the socket can contain a glyph. And glyphs are items found throughout Sanctuary. And when you embed them in the socket, they will give you benefits based on the number of active tiles on the board. So it sort of impacts the things around it like so. You can see here, you've got the active and the not active. You've got the things that are gaining from the glyph, they're gaining from the socket, and then the ones that are not. It's dependent upon how many things are active. It also depends on how far it can reach. So, the, the one that they have on screen here, if you can't read the small text, for every 10 willpower purchased within range, you deal 31.5% increased overpower damage, grants four strength for each willpower purchased within range. So, within range of the glyph, you're basically getting added buffs, you're getting added uh, benefits. And then you can upgrade the glyph to have an increase in its radius, right? So you can go into challenging content and you can make the glyph more effective. You can make it bigger, okay? So that makes it more powerful and it has a far-reacher range, you know, uh, on the Paragon board itself. So grinding to find glyphs, you have to do that, right? Glyphs are kind of found out in the world, found in challenging content, and then you have to grind challenging content to level up the glyphs. I actually think this is gonna be very useful ...for endgame power. And then last, and this is certainly not the least category... ...this is the one that a lot of people are going to be focusing on... ...this is the Legendary node. And these are the most impactful. According to the Comeback Kids, each Paragon board has one Legendary tile... ...that determines all of the other rare and magic tiles... ...to help cater to that Legendary's tile effect. So what they're doing is, is they're tying all the ones that we looked at up to now to this one legendary and that's obviously going to be tied to the board that you choose so it's all working in harmony with each other it's not just a bunch of random just random stat bonuses like 5% here 4% there so you're going to want to check out the rest of the comeback kids full video because they go into the details about like all five classes that's not going to serve our purposes and our aim here I just thought it would be better to understand how it's going to work my aim here is just to get big picture you really can customize the paragon board and your build almost like a completely sort of extra complementary skill tree, right? Just for an example, the barbarian has eight paragon board types. He's got hemorrhage, blood rage, carnage, decimator, bone breaker, Flawless Technique, Warbringer, and Weapons Master. Just at a quick glance, if you go use the D4 Planner tool, I can already tell hardcore players are going to dive deep into this to really come up with customized builds. Because if you have all those different Paragon boards, all of those will stand and sort of complement your build. So the question is, does this answer endgame concerns? What are the endgame concerns, right? I think the endgame concerns break down into sort of three big headings too casual, not enough depth, and not enough to do, right? So let's just sort of have each of these land on the latest Paragon info. So if you look at the Paragon boards, and all you can do Let's just consider the claim that it's too casual, or the game is too casual. After everything I saw in the Comeback Kids video about the Paragon board, and then I went and looked at the D4 Planner tool, I cannot imagine any casual taking the time to really figure this out, and invest a lot of time in it. They'll probably just go through and check random boxes, or, you know, chart a reasonably sensible path, but they are not, they are absolutely not going to go through and do the min-maxing, and the calculations, and, you know, if they're Path of Exile guys, spreadsheets, right? They're not going to do that. This I I can't imagine anybody looking at this and saying that it's casual. Now, I don't know if that means that a hardcore player will do it, but I definitely think if a hardcore player is going to give this game a shot, they're really going to want to focus on min-maxing their Paragon boards, the potential for synergy and perfectly min-maxed builds that will only exist in the realm of the hardcore player. The question is will they find it satisfying, right? We won't really know and so we're in the deep dungeons of the end game, right? We're actually doing the things and raising the world tiers and trying to come up with the best possible builds. Until we're there, there's no way to know if this will be satisfying to the hardcore player. The second thing people say is there's not enough depth in the game. They just say they don't just say it's too casual, they say there's no depth. It seems like a game made for babies, right? While this is obviously subjective, right? What what would be enough depth? I find it hard to look at the Paragon board ...and say there's not enough depth, right? I think a lot of the criticism comes from the Path of Exile crowd... ...and that's going to be near impossible to satisfy them. Different games have different aims, okay? You're not... You cannot come to this game and expect Path of Exile. That would probably not go over very well. Number one, everybody would just say it's a Path of Exile clone... ...and then you're not going to capture the player bases at large. You're not going to capture those more casual players. And many people have pushed back and say, Well, who cares about the casual player... Thank <laughs> you. I think if you want this game to survive and have a good, you know, subsidization pattern where like people are actually putting money into the game and spending money and you know supporting the monetization, you're not going to only get that from your hardcore players. You want a very diverse and broad audience, not a niche, narrow audience. I do have lingering concerns that this game has been heavily crafted to those who played Diablo three up into the end. Borderlands did a lot of that with Borderlands three. So much was catered to the hardcore Borderlands fans who were still playing Borderlands two or those who were looking to stream it and it really really hurt the game's quality the last thing people tend to say is there's not enough to do there's not enough to do in Diablo 4 they looked at the Diablo 4 end game video and they simply said there's just not enough here the fact that farming glyphs and leveling glyphs has gameplay purpose. I think it's just one more pursuit and one more piece of the content loop. It could obviously be very quick and hardcore fans could find it to be a complete and utter joke. But until we see how long it takes, it's just one more piece of the endgame loop and grind to take part of. We have, to si- we have to kind of see if it's deep enough, if it offers enough. Lastly, the surprise incoming, right? Prior to their dev stream, lots of theories were swirling about the surprise. Why? What would be, why would they be swirling about a surprise? Well, Rod Ferguson tweeted and he says, Is this the one with the secret announcement that we're not talking about yet? I would hate to give it away. So, everybody starts buzzing. And there was a handful of theories that came out. First, there was a theory that there would be a Paladin reveal. Because on April 14th, someone was asking about Barbarians being unable to to use shields and Rod replied there's a reason for that and then he put a little smiley face so many people thought well if you're not going to let barbarians use shields you clearly are going to have you know, plans for a crusader or a paladin Sort of take up that mantle. The second theory is that there's more end game content to reveal, right? They're going to show us more, they're holding back, they're going to have more in the developer stream. Given that many have felt that the end game doesn't have enough, I think this theory is more out of desperation than anything. I don't think they're holding back any cards. Now, the third theory got a lot of legs because the night before the stream, the official Diablo Twitter account is out here basically hinting that there's going to be another beta. Um, I, think, I think an endgame beta is something that many people were asking for. The official Diablo Twitter account, they quote tweeted somebody. All the way back, this person said something on April the 7th, okay? <laughs> and then on April the 19th, Diablo's official account retweets them and says in response to the person saying that they need more Diablo for game time they're having withdrawal, they said that can be arranged. So, the official Diablo account out here telling people oh yeah dropping hints ha 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 that can be arranged and then adam fletcher tweeted this in response, and he is the global community development director, the sort of puppet side-eye animated gif where his eyes move back and forth like, "Uh uh-oh, we're about to get found out. So even before they did their developer update stream, they were kind of revealing that the surprise was likely going to be more beta. So at the end of all of this, the question that I have is, is the new info about the Paragon boards, is it enough? Will it satisfy hardcore players? I definitely think some will enjoy this new info. They're going to want to craft a very selected build. They're going to go use the D4 planner tool and, and sort of come up with something ahead of time. I also think there are portions of the player pool that simply will not be satisfied with anything that doesn't amount to a Path of Exile clone. That's simply what they're looking for. In the absence of new Diablo content, many people flocked to Path of Exile. Other people are talking about the last epoch. I I don't, I don't know enough about that one to say anything other than I do know Path of Exile is pretty elaborate and pretty deep and pretty inaccessible, and many people avoid it for that reason, and the people that love it for that reason are likely to find Diablo 4 lacking. At the end of the day, Diablo 4 has to be its own game. And I really hope that they own the game's identity and the vision that they have for the future and that we can enjoy the game that they've built rather than pine after a game that they didn't make. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. Number one, I will say that I am actually looking at these paragon boards in a completely different light than I was originally. What initially looked like a meaningless or seemingly random decision actually has a lot of intention and build potential. I I, I originally looked at the paragon board and thought, well, that's cool, that's like additive to your build, but it seems sort of aimless, it seems sort of random. And they were talking about how you could turn them and have that intentionality, but until I saw the recent video from the Comeback Kids, I was like, I don't understand why why they built it this way. It's starting to make more sense, and I imagine that the dev update stream uh, that they're going to be doing will walk through that, okay? The second thing I want to say, the endgame concerns I don't think will truly be addressed or fixed until the game is up and running, alright, to a certain extent, I don't want all of those things to be addressed, because I think it could end up with a muddled identity, if you have pockets of the Path of Exile community, pockets of the Diablo community, if you've got casuals, streamers, everybody weighing in, you can sort of get lost in the weeds, as someone who's live-streamed for eight years, anytime I was thinking about making changes to something, or throwing out new ideas, or you know asking for feedback and new ideas, you'll get eight people to tell you to turn left, you'll get eight people that'll tell you to turn right, and then you'll get eight people to tell you to just keep doing what you're doing. And you'll feel like you're getting kind of torn in three different directions, because generally that's what happens when you get too much input on a given subject. Not that feedback's not valuable to a streamer or to game developers, but if you focus too heavily on it, you can get lost in the weeds and so can the game. So my conclusion is, it is better, I think, to build the game that you want to build and let folks that don't jive with it sort of fall by the wayside. Now, that doesn't mean that you let barriers or poor decisions create mass exodus. As I have communicated in other streams, I believe that the seasonal format will push lots of casuals away. I'm not asking for fundamentals of the game to change. I'm asking asking for inroads for those people that would like to play the game in a more casual way to not feel like it's impossible. But I don't want fundamentals of the game to change. I'm not asking for depth or systems or min-maxing pathways to be created seemingly out of thin air. What it does mean, though, is if you want to avoid those things, you have to decide what is in the spirit of the game's identity and what is in the spirit of the game's future and what is not. From where I sit, the Paragon boards are just one more system built with good ideas and longevity in mind. But for now, we're going to have to wait until we get our hands on it in the wild and in action. And that is the show open. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you guys so much for being here this morning. A uh, little bit of a different start. I, at the last couple times we've tried to cover Diablo, I don't know what happens. I we, we I I'm gonna I'm gonna try something. We've been having this issue before with Diablo streams, which I find to be strange because a lot of you come back later and watch the past broadcast. It's almost like you don't get notified. So I'm just going to check one thing on the back end. Make sure you guys are smashing the like button. Make sure that you guys are doing all of the things uh, that help out the stream. You know, you're chatting, consider gifting members. I'll I'll put the member goal up on the screen in just a second. There, I just made one little change on the back end. Uh, Just to ensure that we're in the right positions and in the right places. We will be covering the Diablo 4 developer updates today about the endgame. That's why we wanted to kind of cover this this morning. We figured people would be kind of out in the wild looking for Diablo information. And so, thank you guys so much for being here. Let me turn on uh, the sub-goal. There it is over there in the corner. Uh, We need to set that to, uh, left alignment. There we go. Let's drag the coffee into the frame. Who wants to be the first coffee order? Who wants to be the first member? And get us to 200 likes. We might be able to turn the, uh, the slower start that we're having into a bigger start. We usually have a lot more people here for these streams, but again, I think Diablo 4, a lot of people are in a bit of a holding pattern, which we might see, you know, more people tuning in for the dev update. Because I do think a lot of people are worried about this game, right? They don't know They don't know if it's going to satisfy what they want. The dev update, I believe, is at 2 p.m. It's at 2 p.m. We're going to be doing something even before that. There's an Immortals of Avium gameplay reveal today as well. So uh, we will be covering that. We got a lot to cover. We got a lot to discuss. I actually didn't know that that's how the Paragon boards worked. I'll say right now, they haven't done the greatest job explaining the Paragon boards. Like bits and pieces here and there. I hope they really dive deep in it today and show people just how specific that you can craft a character. Cause up to now, anytime they've shown it, I'm like, that's just a bunch of random stuff that you're clicking on. It just looks aimless. It just looks, you know, kind of crazy. If you remember in Borderlands, you would spend those points after you were done leveling up and they were just always random stat bumps. They were just random and not that exciting. Uh, yeah, 11 Pacific, which is 2 p.m. Eastern. Playing Godfall just to scratch the loot itch. Waiting for Diablo 4. I might be out on this game since I've seen Final Fantasy 16. I got the mobile Diablo game Immortals. I'm good. I can wait. I think casuals will leave this game as soon as they realize they can't do any new seasonal content without starting over. I've gotten so many people disagreeing with me on my 41 characters video, and but there's 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 just as many people saying yeah I, I don't have any interest in doing this. Paul says, the new system has far more depth. I don't understand how people think that Diablo 4 systems are lesser than Diablo 3. I agree. Let the devs build the game they want first and let it evolve over time. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely don't understand where people are coming from on the, on uh, on the on the. oh, there's not enough depth. There's not enough depth. I, I truly, truly don't get it. I, I don't. I'm not quite sure where where folks are getting this again i this is what i think happened i think people have flocked to path of exile in the absence of new diablo content and it's shaping their expectations i don't like starting over raise the power cap well that wouldn't work for seasonal content i agree with you there lona there seem to be they seem to be targeting people that already know diablo if we look at what happened with borderlands borderlands essentially did this borderlands basically said let's make borderlands 3 in the image of the people that that literally this is this is what they made it for they made it for the people that basically continued to stream and play the game all the way into the bitter end you know what I'm saying? People that stuck with Borderlands 2 all the way till the bitter end—it was like that's what Borderlands 3 was built for. Borderlands 3 was built for those people. It's like I, I don't understand. What? Aren't, aren't you going to have to look at the broader audience at large? What if people didn't play every single moment of Borderlands 2 and every single legendary grind and legendary farm? If you didn't play that, then you're not going to be—you know—you're not going to find that very appealing. The fact that it isn't as intensive as PoE makes me interested, says Bumble. If they just copied that style, I wouldn't even consider playing. I talked to my brother who also played the Diablo 4 beta, said Chris. I told him about the new character for the new seasonal content. I was expecting a negative reaction, but he was fine with it. I do think it depends on the player, because some people really like making that new character. I think they do. Victor says over here on Kick, maybe done a deep dive into the Paragon board, but not as much give information Overlord, but I think this is a response to the questions. I mean, the video that I watched from the Comeback Kids doesn't even come from Diablo. It doesn't even come from Blizzard. These guys basically combed over everything they could, and they grabbed every image that they could, and then this D4 Planner tool has been built, and they're using that tool to basically say, holy moly, the Paragon system's actually really deep. There's a lot of dynamics to this. There's way more to this than we originally thought. Phantom Phoenix with a $2 super chat. Good morning, y'all. What have I missed? We are talking about the Diablo 4 Endgame. There will be a Diablo 4 developer update today. We also looked at the uh, Diablo 4 Paragon board uh, system to see what exactly you're going to be able to do with it. I got more excited about it. It honestly was one of those things where I was like, that doesn't look interesting to me at all. It just doesn't look interesting to me in the least. How the upgrades will work to start new characters. Can I move items or do I need to grind again? You will need to grind again. You can't pass from the Eternal Realm to a seasonal character. But at the end of a season, that character can turn into an Eternal Realm character. And then I believe you can pass the stuff around. You liked Borderlands 3. It had so many problems in its endgame design where do i find the coffee code coffee codes all the way down at the bottom of the discord scroll all the way down in the rooms if any of you guys uh if any of you guys are um able to uh you know get in the discord if you're a member and then scroll all the way down and take advantage of that take advantage of that uh that buy two get one free code down there it's a 90 minute show today so it's going to be a lot of information I didn't realize it was a 90-minute show today. I really hope we get a really, really good deep dive into, like, every single thing that they're doing. You're right, I've missed notifications. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. It's happened a couple times with Diablo specifically, and I'm wondering if it's because I put us in two different playlists, and they've been experimenting with playlists as podcasts, and I'm just wondering if something happens... If like if something happens to the video when you do that. So I quickly went and switched us to just one, just you know, the generic playlist podcast that we use called gaming news. I lately I haven't been doing that and we've been getting better results. So I'm just wondering if that's why periodically we've done a Diablo 4 stream and I'm like, yo, yo, where is everybody? What's going on? It's just one of those things. Compared to Borderlands 2 endgame, Borderlands 3 was great after they made some changes to the mayhem mode. I, I mean I didn't play it enough, homie. I'm talking vanilla. I like with with all due respect, I don't really give a frick if they fixed it later. They had so much time to make Borderlands, and it, the vanilla launch version of the game was I thought it was awful. The pacing was terrible. The leveling, the leveling, the way the loot dropped under beneath your level. I did like three side missions, and everything was beneath my level. It was they did not they did not make good on their promise about gear. You know, scaling to you, and the end game was a disaster. And they had so much time to build that game. I I don't care that they fixed it. I I walked away. I was like, man, y'all, y'all totally screwed this up. They had so much time to get that right. It's a ninety-minute show, but there's a thirty-minute countdown. Uh, I cannot wait for Diablo, says Ink Sanity. Playing PoE at the moment. Looking forward to switching and getting my D4 grind on. You put these on Spotify? Yes, we do. The characters were annoyingly cringe. I didn't mind the characters that much. What about uh, those second chances? Listen, I like when game companies make good and fix things, but when it's your third game and you took forever to bring it out homie i'm way less tolerant of that i can't keep coming back right i just can't like borderlands just never did it for me and i'll be honest with you i went back and tried to play it with my wife we got a couple hours in and everything was dropping below my level and i'm like no i don't want to play this game i I don't i don't want to play this game it's I, i it was awful they still didn't fix the the, the the foundational thing that I wanted fixed, fix, which is what we were promised. We were promised that co-op games would scale everything to your level and they didn't they didn't make good on that, right? They made it so good. Yeah, but you still have to throw away your first playthrough. What do you think the secret is, says Windsor guy? I think it's something that is right away at lo- I'm going to tell you what it is right now. I'm going to tell you what it is. I know what it is. You guys want to know what the Diablo 4 secret announcement is today? I'll tell you. There's going to be another beta. There's no there's absolutely no way you got your like one of your lead community guys tweeting this in response to the official Diablo account last night saying that can be arranged. You think the night before the stream where Rod Ferguson says there's a big surprise, the official Diablo account, it goes and finds a tweet from April 7th A 13 day old tweet they go and find a tweet where somebody says can I get more Diablo 4 I'm going through withdrawal they looked for that tweet they quote tweeted it and then they said that can be arranged and then one of your lead guys responds with like the puppet side eye thing there's gonna be a beta and here's what I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a Diablo 4 end game beta because there already was an end game beta. They already had a closed end game beta where a bunch of people got to play privately. I think they're going to let us try that out. Because what they're going to do today is, I'm telling you right now, I'm writing the script for them. They're going to say, you know what? We've given you guys enough information about the beta. Why don't we let you try it? Why don't we let you try it out? We're gonna have a weekend where you guys can try out the end game. We're gonna give you access to ding, 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 ding. We're, they're gonna say, "Listen, we got great input before on the end game beta when we did a private one. We're gonna, we're gonna do this." The puppet? Yeah, it's like the side eye. Where is it? It's like the side eye puppet. This meme isn't this? Isn't that what this is called? Like the pu- the side eye or the, pu- the the puppet side eye meme? I don't know what the frick. It, it, memes have names but that's what he tweeted <laughs> that would make me play if it's the same i won't re-download. no they're not gonna do another beta they're gonna do an end game beta that's what they're gonna do yo what's good uh wild mustang do you think another beta releases for this weekend and they say starting tomorrow well now that i don't know That I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go that crazy and be like, and you can play tomorrow. Like that would be crazy. But I think the entire theme of this stream, this is a Diablo four developer update about the end game. And they're basically going to say that's enough information, but what's better than information is you getting a chance to try it for yourself, right? You can dive in and play the end game beta on these dates They already have an endgame beta built that they let people play. I'm assuming they'll make updates to it. You know, PvP beta would be fire, says Paul. One last stress test would be a good idea, for sure. We'll cover Division Day news from today, tomorrow. Well, maybe. Maybe. There is a division thing today and depending on what they what they show and what they talk about that may be our talk show tomorrow. I'm not making promises. I'm not because they're doing a stream at the exact same time as Diablo so it could be it could be a nothing burger it could be a I, it could be a four minute video that I can record and give you a brief update on on our bigger on our bigger upload channel it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a live show so I'm not making any promises I don't want people walking in here tomorrow and being like I thought we were talking division today well just hold your horses I need something I can talk about and we don't know exactly if they're going to give us that Diablo 4 is a must buy at this point I mean, listen, for anybody who's a fan of ARPGs, I don't see how you skip, right? I don't see how you skip the Diablo 4 release. I don't, right? Uh, awkward Look Monkey Puppet from Know Your Meme. Okay, so this this is officially titled... You're learning something today. I'm educating you. This is officially titled Awkward Look Monkey Puppet. I call it the side-eye puppet meme because, you know, he's, it's not necessarily side-eye because side-eye is when you're looking at somebody like, eh, like, huh? what you saying? Like, almost like, a how dare you say that? Or you're talking crazy. The, the puppet's kind of, like, being awkward, like, uh, are you supposed to be saying this? So, creature already promised chat. He says, I know what it is. We'll talk it with Mike. Again, I'm not making promises. I am not making promises that you will get a division stream for me tomorrow because... I've done this before. I've been in this business long enough to know. I'll be like, oh yeah, we'll cover that tomorrow. And then they walk out and they don't say anything or what they say is worthless. And it's like, okay. So no promises, no promises. But if you're wanting us to discuss it and you're wanting me to cover it, tomorrow would be the time frame that it fits if they say enough. That's, that's all I'll say. No Diablo three launch problems. Well, I don't think they're gonna. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna have a Diablo auction house, so I think we're good there. Um, I definitely think they learned a lot from Diablo three. They've had eight years to gather data and to you know formulate the content around what people have been saying. If you're just tuning in, we took a look today at all of the various nodes on the Paragon board. These screenshots go come from the Comeback Kids. If you're looking for really good Diablo coverage, these guys do great videos and i pulled these screenshots from their video because i actually found this is the first time i've seen the diablo 4 paragon system in a light that made me say there's a there's a lot more here than i thought i thought the paragon system was just kind of throw away extra stats you know what i'm saying they've had seven years to collect data right they've had so much time to collect i, I don't see how they could make similar mistakes that they made with diablo 3 I think these videos need a primer on how ARPG seasons work because these videos are confusing the non ARPG players about what seasons are and what they do. Here's what's funny about that, though, Guy Smiley. Everybody acts like, well, this is just what ARPG seasons do. Really? Because ARPG seasons are literally modeled after what Diablo 3 introduced with Loot 2.0 and their seasonal format, which means they could change it. Like, it doesn't have to stay the same. You know what I mean? Can we just put the code for him in the live chat? Because that's a members only room. Like that's a members only room. What what are they? It's uh, it's that one. And what's the other one? Uh, duh, 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 duh. Um, okay, I got it. I got it. Those are the codes. You can use those codes, D-Tom. You don't need caps, but you can use those codes there you go buy two get one free that that's a members only room nobody can see the live stream chat you have to be a member to see that room rather than trying to figure out why he can't see a room just there you go those are the codes uh paragon board is known for at least two weeks now the character builder by lothric sam you're correct and here's the thing I didn't cover it because the last couple times I tried to cover Diablo 4, we hadn't had the greatest response. It was like people suddenly became sort of like disenchanted or, or, or maybe less interested, less enthused. And so I was like, I don't want to cover some D4 planner building tool. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like that would have been viewed as kind of boring, right? So what I did was is I just kind of looked at it and thought, yeah no, I, I don't I don't want to do that. I don't want to cover that, right? And then I watched the comeback kids video and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, that's how this system works? I was like, this is really good. Like this should be an answer to all of the hardcore players. This is Diablo 4 Endgame game min-maxing. Like, this is what you want. Eight different boards just for the barbarian yo good morning drumman numbers rebounding now let's go yeah let's keep this going i told creature i was like i bet you tomorrow people are going to be looking for end game discussions in, in while they wait for the developer stream i said i bet you we meet a bunch of great people and have some good conversations it's just going to take a second to kind of get the train going so make sure you guys are smashing the like button look let's get this off to a start over here let's get some members if you've never done a membership on youtube before jump in it's five bucks a month you get into my members only discord you get you can get a great deal on our coffee right now only for members uh it's a buy two get one free And uh, we we do streams. So uh, tomorrow night, I'll be hanging out. There it is, Coastal Clash. I love the fact that I'm saying, hey, get involved, become a member, and people are doing it. I I freaking love to see that. Like, we have super generous people here that gift members like crazy. I absolutely love seeing people get involved on their own. Welcome in, Coastal Clash. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope, and you deserve dope stuff, like getting into the members-only Discord. Get involved. Bristol Manor says Diablo doesn't seem to cater to casual players. People either play it always or never. Here's the thing though. I don't agree with that. I actually think Diablo 4 will appeal to casual players a whole lot. I really do. If I really do. If you look, if you look at how that beta played and how how easy it was to get in, how easy it was to kind of get in and get in a rhythm and follow the green arrows right follow the yellow brick road all you got to do is follow the green arrows did you miss the monologue you did all you got to do is follow the green arrows very very simple you don't have to do a lot of stat checking you don't have to do a lot of anything you don't got to be out here spending skill points i mean on your skill tree you do but like not like stat skill points do you know what i'm saying I think casuals are going to dig it. Yo, Casual grinder says, all right, enough's enough. We got one person to jump in. Let's bless five people. Tony Beres, Belly Boy, Mario, Eddie Joet, and Barakas. If you guys just got gifted a membership, you can pay it forward. You can gift one member at a time. If you're like, hey, I I I was going to get my own membership. Pay it forward and gift one member to somebody else. It will definitely appeal to us casual gamers, says Afro. Yes, they should play, says Bristol, but when I talk to people, they feel intimidated. Well, of course they feel intimidated. If they start looking at this and this and that, and they start flipping the things around and all of that, they're like, I don't know. I don't know how to do any of that. Right, so the people that keep saying that, like, "Oh, Diablo Four is too casual. Diablo Four has no depth. It's made for babies." I'm like, brother, I don't think you realize what you're saying. I think casuals are gonna take one look at that Paragon board and they're gonna say, oh, "Wow, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what any of that is." And that gave me a headache. There's just a lot of things on there. I think, I think it was even in uh, this trailer that I had going. Yo, Rissick. Coming in, gee, many Christmas, this guy. He's going for the Eknor Award this month. Whoever gifts the most members in a month gets the Eknor Award and a free bag of coffee as just a way to say thank you for the massive support. He drops a 20 gifted bomb on chat. Every 25 members and I got a gift 5 and this guy says, we're going to hit it right now and now we can head to 50. Yesterday we got like 150 new members. You guys are bonkers crazy. If we get to 3,000 members, I have to do a Just Dance stream. You guys got really close yesterday. Really close. It got to like almost 2800 Bob Loblaw Lob's Bomb. that's right yeah Bob Loblaw's Loblog <laughs> his blog. oh my gosh yeah we are at 2804 we are at 2804 we just dipped into the 2800s again so we are officially within 200 members of the Just Dance stream it appeals to casuals till the end game end game is the barrier that you try that you pass or try to Right, and here's my thought on that, Vitor, right? What time does the stream start? Their stream will start at two PM Eastern. You can watch it here with me. We will do an we will do a second stream where we go and watch Immortals of Avium gameplay, and then we'll come back and do a third stream where where we watch the Diablo four developer update. Apparently it's gonna be like ninety minutes long. So yeah, we're uh, we're really excited. Hello, I think you missed 5 from the monologue on on the total. What? Somebody gifted 5 during No, 26. My dashboard says 26. I don't think anybody gifted 5 during during the the monologue. I I didn't see it. Did somebody give 5 members during the monologue? It wasn't even that much. Um yep it does creature it does like as soon as i turned it off as soon as i turned it off it seemed to help uh is this the closest we've been to the just dance stream i think this is the closest we've been been. yes yes i think last month we got to 2700 this month we've gotten to 2800 i don't think we've been this close what's the 4k goal uh the 4k goal was the beard right it was the beard. I was I was going to take the beard all the way down, not with an actual razor, but, but I would I would buzz the beard all the way off for four thousand members, because I don't think you guys can hit it. <laughs> there was five before the stream even started. Wait, are you serious? Somebody did five gifted members, and I hadn't even gone live yet. Are you are you being serious with me? Human type person says that we did it before the they did it before I even went live. Who was it? Was it you, Super Gaming? I'll, I'll add them. Oh, it was Super Gaming. Okay, I'll add them. I trust you guys. I trust you guys. I know you're not in here lying about five gifted members. Okay, there we go. 31. My bad. I didn't see that. I did not see that because it wasn't at the top of my dashboard when I went live because he did it before I went live, so it doesn't like count as happening in the live stream. That's why. Okay, that makes sense. I stopped playing Diablo 3 for 10, uh, 10 years, picked it up again, Uh, a year ago and had to educate myself on seasons yeah if you've never played the seasonal format before my account is the gift target if you hit me I'll pay it forward let's go yeah guys try and get Bristol Manor in here try and get Br- bristol man here myrtle turtle says i saw it too vouch i mean if lone wolf and super gaming are telling me that it happened i trust them they're here all the time i they, they don't i appreciate the vouch though i do I, I trust you guys there's no way those guys would lie they're in here gifting all the time you were saying lono about it appeals to casuals till the end game end game is the barrier right 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 okay here's what i think is going to happen veter thanks for bringing me back what i think is going to happen with diablo 4's end game for the casuals I think casuals will just keep playing in the eternal realm because it's going to take them a really, really long time to get all the way to their max level, right? What I think is going to happen with the casual players is... I think they're gonna do the paragon board. So today the paragon board, I, I think they're literally just gonna do this. They're just gonna go dit, 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 dit. next board. Dit, 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 dit. They're just gonna click on the things. They're not gonna give it that much thought. Like they're not gonna get down into the depths of like which socket did they want to use, which glyph do they want to use, leveling up the glyph, right? Like you can level the glyph up so it affects more of the paragon board than it does here. Like you can increase the radius of a glyph. They're not gonna look at the legendary node and the board type and be like well do I want to do a bone breaker board or do I want to do a hemorrhage board oh and if I get that legendary if I if I get that then I can put that and pair that with my gear they're not going to friggin do that they're just going to check the boxes and keep on going it will give them a sense of progress and upward mobility and it'll give them this sense of progression but they're not going to put nearly as much thought into it and that's not a slam that's not Lono Nobeard would be Cyberspace vibes. I mean, if you guys want it, swing for it. You don't even have the Just Dance stream yet, so, so don't get ahead of yourself. Franchise Casuals. The last game had the same system for a long time. Existing uh Casuals already know what's up. Yeah, the question is, is people that have never played the game before, are they gonna jump in and stay, all right? Here's what I think's gonna happen, Vitor. I think people are going to do everything I just said. They're going to take that very linear path on the Paragon boards. They're going to take a very linear path through the game. And then the first season's going to hit and they're going to go, what the F is this? They're not going to understand it. That's where you're going to lose a lot of people, I think. If you make it too simple, you can uh, you cannot frustrate players with respect costs. That's right. Can I get info uh, on what this jargon is? thing jin diablo jn diablo i'm not sure what you're saying i hope respect costs are cheap well on the subject of respect costs they have said that respect costs in the early game will be very very affordable and as you level up they'll get more expensive but anybody that's looked at it knows like by the time you get to the end game your build's going to be roughly where you want it they don't want you to just be able to go hit a button and redo your entire skill tree for nothing, because then all you're going to do is just hop around every time you hear about a new build, every time you hear about something new to try out, and that completely removes investment from your skill build. But what you can do is you can refund like individual skill points being spent, so you can make minor adjustments here and there. How important are people that haven't played the franchise until now in the long term? Very important. Not very important in my opinion, especially not to rework entire systems to suit them. But you wouldn't have to rework entire systems to suit them. If you have brand new players to the game that are engaging and spending money or considering spending money and they're playing and they're playing and they're playing and large portions of the player base drop off simply because you don't give them an option, I don't think you have to rework anything. We've had this discussion so many times, I just think that's so hyperbolic. You could say, yep, come play the season with your existing character and this is everything you're opting out of. You could literally put two images on the screen seasonal character and it would be like fresh start accelerated leveling accelerated drop rates ladder races duh, 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 and have all these things listed and then you could have this other thing that they click on and it says use your existing character and all those things would be like x'd out like you're not going to get the accelerated leveling and the accelerated drop rates you're not going to be able uh you're not going to take part in the ladder races that's just giving somebody the option you don't have to rework anything I hope people come back after Final Fantasy 16. I mean, I would imagine a lot of people that jump into Diablo and are having a good time are not going to leave and stay away because of Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy 16 will certainly have that video game cyclone effect where like sucks everybody into the game, right? I but I don't th- I don't necessarily think you're going to see people be like, yeah, I'm done with Diablo, man. I'm over here playing Final Fantasy 16. They're very different games. They certainly appeal to RPG fans, but I don't think you have to worry about people suddenly being like, "Oh yeah, I don't, I don't have any reason to go back to Diablo, man. I'm over here playing Final Fantasy 16. That's all I need." I'm not necessarily in agreement with that idea. Final Fantasy 16 is definitely on my radar. Missed that one? It looks great. It really does. DC Plug says agreed. Final Fantasy 16 looks very special, but isn't the whole point of trying out new builds to see what you like also, outside of being what is the most effective? Right, but Leonidas, do you honestly think you're going to get to level 100 and be like, I just don't know what I like yet? Like, come on, bro. Y- you're going to get to level 50 when you unlock the Paragon board, and I think you're generally going to know where you want to go. Track with me here. Okay, track with me here. Consider everything I've showed you this morning, all right? Once you hit level 50, you better have a good understanding of where you're going, because if you don't, you're going to make a lot of bad decisions, because you're going to choose paragon boards in relation to the build that you want. Like, let's say you're doing a Barbarian, and you're really, really big into bleed and skills that help with bleed, and you keep picking hemorrhage boards. You're like, I want hemorrhage paragon boards because that's going to really help me with my bleed build. You're not going to get to level 100 and say, aw, shucks, I don't like this. You'd have to change everything at that point. You'd have to change every single Paragon board, every single Paragon point that you've spent, every single glyph that you've leveled up, every single socket that you put the glyph into. Every single thing would have to be completely changed. There's no way you're getting all the way to level 100 in Diablo 4 and you're like, man, I just don't know, man. I just would really prefer this game to feel more like a sample platter. I just kind of want to try things out. You're going to know, I would imagine, by level 50. It's not going to be at level 50, like scratching your head. Like, I just don't know what I like. I, I just, I don't think that's the case. I had my build figured out by level 25 in the beta. Right, because listen, you will not be able to adequately engage with the Paragon system if you don't have a grip on where you want to go. You won't be able to engage with it. The, the, the barbarian has eight different paragon boards to choose from which one are you going to choose if you're no offense i'm not meaning this is a slight but if you get to level 50 and you're just mr aimless and you don't know what you want to do how are you going to choose your paragon boards What what's going to determine the, the out of the eight you can choose what's going to determine which one you choose Drumman, just stop bro in Drummond, I need you to show up and engage in the conversation. You don't, I don't know, I don't know what this is this thing that you do where you come in and you want my attention so bad, you keep saying something that has nothing to do with the discussion. Please stop, man. It, like, I've tried to say this before. You, it's so awkward now. Like, what you make, look how awkward it is. Like, stop, bro. Engage in what we're talking about. I think it's more about how they druid to me or how they affect the druid or how they update the druid. My only fear is... My only fear is if I get bored of that build I decided to commit to later on... Well, that's a risk in any game, bro. Like, I don't know how you... How do you not have that, Leonidas? How do you not have that? That's a risk in any game where your choices and your build matter. Right? Paul says level 50 is when you stop unlocking skill points. Exactly exactly so like that's your responsibility like at level 50 it's time for you to figure out how you want to play the game because from level 50 on you're focused on the paragon board does that make sense like if you get to level 50 and you still don't know how you want to play you better figure that out because that's going to determine everything that you do with the paragon system. You're not going to be interacting with the Paragon system and get to, like, level 75 and be like, yep, I still just don't really know what I want to do. Well, then what what has been determining your choices on the Paragon boards? What's been determining what you're going to do? You have to have some sort of a vision for the future. Also, it's not like you can't respec. I really hope that they address this today. I don't think you're going to get that far in the game and be like, oh, my gosh, I just can't afford to respec. Like, I don't think that's gonna be a thing. You can also respec one thing at a time. You don't have to you do not have to do the entire the entire uh skill tree all in one swing. And as I was saying, Leonidas, thank you so much for the order of coffee, D-Tom. He gets a buy two, get one free on the light roast. Thank you very much. You guys really need to take advantage of that, man. Clear out the Frickmas blend. It's been marked down to $12.95. I'm going Necromancer only unless the Paladin is in release, so I will keep making Necros until they give me a reason not to. You can completely respec in Borderlands 3 and Wonderlands for a hefty sum if metas change and you want to switch it up. Full respec at level twenty-five was like twenty five hundred. And yeah, that was like nothing. I had so I had cash coming out of my ears. Now the loot drops were higher, so you probably had a higher number of, of coin in your pocket accordingly. If you guys are just tuning in, we're talking about Diablo 4 Endgame. The Paragon board system, I think, is quite is quite a bit more in-depth and dynamic than originally thought. We will be covering the Diablo 4 developer update today about the Endgame. That will be later, but right now we're discussing this in about an hour In about an hour, we will be switching to Immortals of Avium. They're having a gameplay reveal today. We're going to watch that together, and then we'll go into a stream where we await the Diablo 4 dev update. I pre-ordered the standard edition yesterday. Can I later on just add 10 euro to upgrade to the deluxe edition or buy the full deluxe edition? Homie, I don't know. I don't work for the company. You'd have to ask them. Typically, they let you buy that stuff later if you want because they're not going to say no to money. I don't know, says Aquitus. You could get sick drops and just respec into a new build. You'll make tons of money, I guarantee it. I made tons at like one-fifth of the way through the game. Again, drops were increased, so you had a, a higher amount of money than you probably will typically have at that point. But here's the thing. You're not wrong. You could get really far in the game and you get a drop and your friend's talking about his build and you just got a really good drop for that build and you're like, ah, I want to change my build. It's not impossible. We, we cannot speak and posture as if respecking is impossible. It just isn't cheap. That's, that's, I think that that's fair. If you're going to get that far in the game and you're going to shift everything around, That needs to be a a meaningful choice you need to be at level 80 and thinking about your decisions of like well do i really want to do this it's it's gonna it's gonna clean out my gold a little bit it needs to be something you consider because if not there's no weight behind the decision you just turn your character into a dress-up doll well i'm gonna try this build on tuesday Bing, you nuke everything on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm gonna try this build today. There's no investment, there's no attachment. You're just constantly ripping everything off the character and throwing brand new stuff on them. So is it safe to say, to make sure mostly to sell things for gold to grow that wallet? I can't give you advice because I I, I don't know if that's gonna be the right decision or not. You can break stuff down for transmog. You, I believe you can break stuff down for materials. I, I, I don't know. I heard it would take a day's worth of grinding gold to reset everything. I don't think that that's too bad. Yes, but again, that's if you have zero gold. Right? When they say that, they're saying it's about a day's worth of grinding. So think about when you finally consider maybe respecing, right? And you're really high level. Well, well, okay. (laughs) You've been playing the game a lot, haven't you? I would imagine you just have stores and stores of gold. What are you spending the gold on? Could you just use your aspects? But yeah, gold might be more worth it in this one. Break things down for fun. With popularity, does Immortals of Avium get a multiplayer down the road? I just don't know. Games like that, if they don't build them for multiplayer, it's hard to add it later. It really is. Because everything has to be built with that in mind, to a certain degree. Enemy aggro has to be built with that in mind. You know, how hard the enemies are, how much damage they take, how much damage you do. All of that has to be tuned. I love, I love multiplayer. I love co-op. But I look at games like that and pretty much know that it's unlikely it gets added later even though at one point it looks like they all land as like a fire team together, like three people land together and, you know, go into battle. So I don't know. Victor says, I think gold is an issue in early game, late game and at higher tiers, gold drops more quickly. I- I'm going to say it this way. If you're a heavily invested player and you're all the way maxed out on your level and you're really concerned about being able to try out different builds and, And, you know, trying this build and getting a really good drop. And then you might want to try out that build over there. I got news for you. You're going to be so wealthy, it ain't going to matter. It ain't going to matter. We all do this in every game. Like the really committed player, brother, you will be rich. You will not be sitting around wanting for gold. That just isn't going to be a thing everyone that plays at that level tips over to a point where the the currency is almost superfluous it's like it's not even a currency anymore you have so much of it you're you're just sitting on a scrooge mcduck pile of gold it's I don't think I've ever played a game like this where you get into the end game and the people that really grind and the people that really put in the time are sitting around saying man I'd love to try out this new build but I just don't have enough gold I'm just poor I just don't think that's going to be the case as long as you can't buy gold for money yeah that would be the concern is that they try to make it you know they try to monetize it I would be concerned about that for sure You know what will happen with Druid? To be honest, I love it. But really, damage is so, so low. What's your opinion about Druid? Druid felt weak. Druid didn't seem to make sense. Like, his abilities didn't make sense. Their patch notes from the other day I found encouraging. But I still just don't know. He gets spirit animals at 15. And supposedly that's supposed to completely change how he feels. And how strong he feels. But they said they... they, they drastically or dramatically or severely, they used a really strong word, they severely increased the amount of damage that his companions will do. So your wolves should be just tearing stuff up, which is kind of how it should be, right? Like, the Necro's not running around with golems and skeletons and corpse bursting and thinking that they're, you know, oh man, my enemies are tickling, my, my, my companions are tickling the enemy. So, Yeah, the 17 damage. Yeah, that's the question is I didn't see anything mentioned about that. We're just going to have to wait and see if he feels like trash until level 15. I still don't think that's the answer. We'll just wait until you get to 15 and then he gets better, right? Wait until like maybe they maybe they're from the marketing team at Xbox. Wait until is their motto. So, you know, maybe oh wait until level 15, but I don't want to play 14 levels and have him feeling like trash because this is what's gonna happen. Yo, it's good, expiry This is what's gonna happen. People are gonna try out classes, and if they get to level five and they feel like the druid sucks, they're gonna delete him and create another character. They're not gonna keep going. No one's gonna get to level five, six, seven, and eight, nine, and ten and be like yeah, no, I'm just going to keep going. I, yeah, uh, he'll probably get better. No, they'll delete him and they'll make another character. They'll do Sorcerer. They'll do Necro, right? They'll do Rogue. Barbarian and Druid stand to be the most deleted characters in the game if they can't figure him out. Because nobody is running to the internet to be like, Oh, well, maybe there's, maybe there's some magical way to play the game. It's the beginning of the game. You should be able to click on virtually any skill and come up with any combination of skills, and as long as you're equipping gear at level, you should be doing just fine. It, it doesn't make... There's never a time in a game like Diablo 4 when a certain class should just feel bad for the first 10 levels. That doesn't That doesn't make any sense. Why? It's literally the most immaterial content in the game it's the beginning it's thrown over everybody's shoulder in the week there's no reason to make it unenjoyable or slow everybody should be you know adequate and efficient in the early game you should never ever feel like you need to respec or look at your build until you're in the end game like until you're in the end game, you should not be like, "Well, let me look at my build here." What do you mean you're level 21? Just equip cool stuff and let's go. Like this isn't what we're, we're not supposed to be doing this right now. Who's min-maxing in the early game? Well, hang on a minute here, guys. I gotta calculate. Don't go. Don't, don't advance. Is this additive or multiplicative? I don't know. I just got this axe. Hang on a second. I gotta consult. Let me see if oh no, it's Alex has a video on this. Like the... Nobody's doing that in the middle of the of the early game. That's dumb. That's so counterintuitive. Of course, there's a magical way to play the game. YouTube told me so. I watched 20 vids about it. The secret way to play is that the devs don't want you to know. <laughs> right. was okay for me since it was my first. I played Sorcerer after and was like WTF. Right. That's the problem. If you play Sorcerer for 10 minutes... If you play Sorcerer for 10 minutes, you're going to be like, why would I ever touch Druid? If you play the Necro for 10 minutes, you're going to be like, dude, why would I ever play as a Druid? Yeah, yeah, Dark Roast is out of stock. That's right. If the Dark Roast is out of stock, it's a good time to, uh, to stock up on our Medium Roast since it's been so severely marked down on price. that's a great answer I played Druid on the beta he's fun blah blah but I needed to go uh needed a lot of time to clear the dungeon I want an RPG that plays like the Kings of Avatar that'd be sick or the King's Avatar my best advice just follow the Lego drops you get pick points for those uh and maybe seek out dungeons for aspects that you like Barb was okay for me since it was my first. I played... Oh, I already read that. Barbarian is hard at first in D2, but by level 25, everyone wants a good Barbarian in their party. Hey, I just joined. Could you give me a recap on the D4 news. I will give you guys a recap. Do me a favor and give me some likes. That helps this video find more people. Let's get 50 more likes we are uh we're on our way to our next member goal we already hit 25 which means i owe you five members so consider becoming a member as well you can hit the dollar sign at the bottom of chat or the join button really want to see more people getting involved because we have so many generous gifters here the more people that jump in on their own you make room for the people that can't afford a membership right now membership affords you access to my discord for members only uh sometimes codes for games Membership affords you to get into the debriefs at the end of every day. We kind of debrief on the day. Maybe sometimes we get into, like, AMA. You can't access that if you're not a member. All right. Those are all the things you can do as a thank you for the recap. Been streaming for about an hour. Let me give you a recap. So, there was a video that came out yesterday from the Comeback Kids. We've reacted to one of their videos before. I didn't want to react to it because... The video is too fresh. I don't like reacting to somebody's video when it's only like a day old. I want them to soak up all the viewership for their video, okay? So I didn't want to react to it, but I definitely wanted to pull the information out of it because I thought it was really, really helpful. They basically used the um, they used the D4 Planner tool, and the D4 Planner tool helped them to put together a video called Developers Make Huge Mistake and Fully Leak This Feature and their video is crushing. It's one of their most watched videos out of their last uh, out of their last eight, it's going to be one of their most watched videos. They, they make great content over there. They're good guys and uh, but I didn't want to react to it. So I pulled information out. So what I pulled out was all the different node types on the Paragon board and what it's going to do for your build. So you have normal nodes, magic nodes, rare nodes, you have a socket and when you socket this with a glyph, it impacts nodes on that board. And you can actually level up the glyph that goes inside of it so it will impact more of the nodes. It will actually spread out farther and give you more benefits and then there's a legendary node. The thing that clicked in my brain from their video was every class has like eight different paragon board types. And you're going to pick the paragon board type, which will determine... Whoops, wrong screenshot. It'll determine It'll determine what this legendary node is. And the legendary node is in line with the theme. So let's say you pick the hemorrhage board. It's all about bleed, right? So this legendary node is going to be all about bleed. Well, so is your rare nodes and your magic nodes. Not your normal. But your rare and your magic nodes are going to be built and set up to to sort of support whatever the legendary node is. So you should be able to really craft your own build. You should really be able to sort of like craft and min-max your character to exactly the way that you want, which means when you get to level 50 in Diablo 4, you're going to shift your attention to the Paragon board, and the Paragon board will be where you basically add all these extra things to age your character. So if you're a barbarian and you've really gone hard at bleed and that's a huge part of your build, you're going to be picking hemorrhage paragon boards and you're going to be investing in those paragon boards to help your bleed stats, right? You're not going to be picking hemorrhage if you don't have any bleed. So I actually was arguing that the Diablo 4 endgame is a lot deeper and has a lot more to it than people originally thought. I don't think we had a full grasp of on the Paragon system, at least I didn't. And then I walked through the three most common pushbacks from the hardcore player base. They say that Diablo 4 looks too casual, uh, there's not enough depth, and there's not enough to do. I think the Paragon board, that we now, in my mind, we now have a, a better understanding of how it works. I actually think you would say it is very deep and not very casual. And it has it has lots to do because you've got to go grind if you want to, if you want glyphs for this socket you got to go grind activities to get those glyphs and then you can go grind really hard activities to level up those glyphs to make them more influential over the paragon board that they're on. Some of these legendary loads seemed underwhelming considering we get these at late endgame. Well, Wardy, somebody else did a video on this. Once you're all the way maxed out on your paragon boards it's going to be like having five extra legendary affixes. Like, you're going to have like five extra legendary stats, essentially, on your character from your paragon board. So it's almost like adding five pieces of loot to your build to a certain degree. I think that's the correct number. I might be wrong on that. But a fairly certain, somebody crunched the numbers and said, once you're all the way maxed out level 100 and once your paragon board's all the way maxed out, you can have five extra legendary, basically like legendary stats, which is essentially like increasing your, your, your bi- your gear. So I, I, if it's underwhelming, it's because it's not, it's not meant to be this, this monumental capstone. It's meant to be like an extra little, an extra bump to your gear, like an extra, almost like an extra slot of gear. Legendary nodes are not the power spikes by itself. In Diablo 4, you have to seek synergies. That's right. They shouldn't have called it Diablo 4. Had it hard to bring in new players into the franchise. I don't know why you wouldn't call it Diablo 4. You have to call it Diablo 4. Nobody would know what it is. Could we get 20 more likes on the video? I just did a whole recap for you guys. Would love to see some more likes and some more members. Uh, appreciate you guys being here we will be watching the Diablo developer stream later as well you can also have zero legendary paragon nodes why would somebody do that though this is a good replacement to the cube it seems like more options to me says Hilly the cube was three in use Uh, can you change your board or it requires regrinding that I do not know, Hilly. Have they answered that? Have they said anywhere? Like, if you get if you get pretty far and all of a sudden you decide that you don't like, let's say you get two Paragon boards in and you're like, I don't like these. Can you change them? Like, if you pick two Hemorrhage boards and you got them all specked out, can you reset Paragon at any time? I don't know if you can. I, miss, I just missed the recap. I'll catch up. Division Stream 2. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There was a Nintendo indie stream yesterday, but there was no Silk Song, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> There's no Silk Song, so who the cares? Diablo Immortal drew me in with my phone. Nah, it didn't. <laughs> uh, Diablo Resurrection 2. Uh, PS5 had a 500% boost in sales in Europe, including the UK. Yeah, the PS5 is on pace to surpass the PS4, which doesn't seem possible, but it's happening. Ryan with 18 months of membership. I like the way this system sounds, but I'm honestly looking forward to the game as a whole to really check the system out. Yeah, it's looking very, very good. I think it's looking very, very promising. Also, to all current members, even if you've been gifted a membership, you can take part in this. We need about 50 people to upgrade to VIP. And if we do that, I'll do a once a week stream just for VIPs. It'll be a shorter stream, maybe on Fridays after I'm hanging out with Mike. It'll be kind of like an uncensored rant, just debrief about the week. But I'm not going to do that until we hit 200 VIPs. You can use the join button. You can use the members tab on my channel. You can use the join command and just go to see perks and you can upgrade. You're going to go from a $5 sub to a $10 sub. That was Zubair's idea. So there is there is an incentive right now to upgrade to VIP. Who doesn't have a phone? Yeah, you guys don't have phones? <laughs> imagine, imagine telling a room full of people that fell in love with your game on PC that like, you know, you can play this game on your phone. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, I cry every time Silk Song will be shadow dropped on Xbox on the E3, not E3 showcase. You think that's what they're going to do? I don't know if that's what they're going to do with Silk Song. That would be wild. That would be wild. I just think they have big shoes to fill. You know? Hollow Knight was an amazing game with a lot of depth to it, and I think they want to build something that's bigger and better. Just how when you go from Ori in the Blind Forest to Ori in the Will of the Wisps, it was a huge upgrade. It was like going up from Ori 1 to like a 2.5. It wasn't just a 2.0. It was like a 2.5. It was a huge update. Eugene says, you get a gold name in Discord too. Pay to skin, baby. That's right. Xbox Series is currently 21 million, PS5 is at 34 34 million. Mhm. Uh, you guys all have phones even though most of you guys probably wait far too long to upgrade them. Yeah, I mean if you're like me, I don't even know what kind of a phone I have. People are always like, "What iPhone do you have?" I'm like, "I I don't know. The iPhone one. I that's the one that I have." I hope you can respect the board says hilly that will be important to me i don't like too many pain points especially when you are experimenting with the build uh, i like to try to understand before i look it up okay hang on uh diablo for paragon reset question mark resetting paragon points is there any info on being able to reset paragon points uh, as easy as it is in Diablo 3 this guy is asking herd respect will be quite easy early but get harder later on I, but see but that's about your, your that's about your skills though you know what I mean that's about your skills I don't know if we have any info uh oh Blizzard responds to resetting Paragon levels they it looks like they did respond back in December. Yo, Seymour Butts just upgraded to a VIP. There's one. We need a lot more people to do it. Thank you so much, Seymour Butts, and a $20 tip from James Tiberius Kirk. Once again, all this discussion about Paragon boards, Etal exacerbates the annoyance I'll feel having to start a new tune each season. All that effort to graduate world tiers on a tune that I'll never use again. Dumb, says James Tiberius Kirk. Listen, I've, I've said it before the game has an identity crisis does it want to be a game that is like an AARPG MMO or does it want to be an AARPG uh, an ARPG season grinder Wh- which do you want to be right which do you want to be. Do you want to be the ARPG MMO where I've got uh, endgame and I bo- I move up in world tier and I'm playing PVP and I'm getting best in slot and I have my Paragon board set exactly how I want and I'm going for the best gear and I'm trying to get everything exactly where I want it? I- is, that, is that it? Am I playing that game or am I playing a season grinder? Which is it? Those two things seem mutually exclusive. Invest in the Paragon board today. Get yourself all capped out and ready to rock. Oh, this sounds awesome. And then I want you to take that character and put him in the paper shredder. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, what? Yo, PoeBuddy's Nerfing just upgraded the VIP. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get a VIP upgrade train going. Thank you so much, guys, for upgrading. That's amazing. Even Blizzard doesn't know the answer. Yeah, it, like I, we've we've quoted him many, many times here. Hilly said they've made two games and it kind of feels that way. I don't get upgrading phones every year. Yeah, I, I've never been one to do that. They're always emailing me and telling me that I'm ready to upgrade. They're at odds with each other. They are. They are at odds with each other. And the weird thing is, is my video about like Diablo 4, 41 characters or whatever. I wonder if that video is getting searched now. I really wonder like... Uh, let's see here. Diablo four. 41 characters. No. No. Even if you search Diablo 4 41 characters, you don't find my video. <laughs> hey! Another person just upgraded to VIP. Thank you so much for doing that, man. Keithius. There it is. That's three. Three in a row the paragon board shares the same respect gold as the skill tree oh is that so you can respect the paragon board says typhoon okay so they looks like they did respond hopefully they explain it properly today says hilly the board is the only thing making the seasonal game work you choose a new build otherwise it's identical to the eternal realm outside of the new content added if you guys are just tuning in, we're having an amazing day. We will be covering the Diablo 4 developer update later today about the end game. We're on our way to hitting another member goal. We're within like 200 members of the Just Dance stream. We're getting people to upgrade to VIP for the VIP streams. We got people moving the needle. Get involved. If you've got questions or feedback on Diablo 4, on the end game, on the seasonal content grind, on the Paragon boards, that's what we're talking about. We took a look at the Paragon boards. We were looking at all the different nodes, all the different things that you can do. Once I saw how the sockets worked and the glyphs could be upgraded and how the legendary nodes and the magic nodes all were like working in harmony with each other, I actually got a much better picture of like oh, I actually think the Paragon system is very good. Can I get VIP even though I'm not a member yet? Ryan, all you have to do is click the Join button and just pick VIP and become a member. Or you can click the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat. You can literally sign up to be a member to my channel and just pick VIP. You'll get increased access in the Discord. And when I do those VIP-only streams, we have to hit 200 VIPs, which means we need about 50 people to do it because we're close, but we're not all the way there yet. Then you'll have access to those streams as well. Are we sure we can respect the paragon that doesn't seem right? I mean, hang on. I uh Diablo 4 paragon reset Blizzard responds to resetting paragon levels. My man here, Veiled Shot has a really great channel. He's a really great channel. He's a good-looking guy. He looks like John Snow. I I've got a, I reacted to one of his videos. I think that's going to hit next week. Um the, the, the information is not restricted to player experience. This change will be added. Where where do they respond? Uh-huh. New Paragon trees. Do we have hard information somewhere where they directly say whether or not you'll be able to reset Paragon? Does, can somebody link me to it? Because he's going through all kinds of information here. Uh, duh, 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 duh. below the paragon server system shadow of war yeah I don't know I can't watch his video right now I thought maybe he would have a screenshot yo Ryan Gunter jumps in as a VIP that moves the needle over here as well I tell you what I will count every VIP as two right if it's a brand new if it's a brand new member if it's a brand new member if somebody signs up and picks a VIP I'm gonna count you as two there we go 33 so any brand new white badge VIP, I'm gonna count you as two. They do it in the end game showcase video. Oh, they reset the Paragon board in the end in the, in the end game. You could respect Paragon in Diablo <clears> three. <throat> Your phone twice a leak, but not let it die and go to zero percent. Do you think Diablo 4's possible six character is gonna be more defensive support character? I think the sixth character is going to be a Paladin. I think they already hinted at that. Rod Ferguson responded to somebody who said, why can't the Barbarian use shields? And he said, there's a reason for that. And he put a little smiley face. So I think there's a Paladin coming. Because there was a Paladin in D1. there's a Paladin in D2. There was a Crusader in D3. I I, I think he's coming. Yo, McD09! Man, he upgrades to VIP. Here we go. Here we go. In the short end game video, there's a respect button in the menu. All right, hang on. Let's just pull that up. Let's just pull that up, shall we? Okay, hang on. We gotta scroll down. The end game video's got that lady sitting there. Okay, there she is. Okay, here, here, here. I'll let you guys watch. Ooh, look at this spooky score. All right. Where in the video do they talk Paragon? We're just going to sit here and wait. D1, he was a warrior, not a paladin. Oh, I thought he was called a paladin in D1. I mean, forgive me. It's been, it, I think it's been 24 years since I've played it. Uh, Yo, J. Christ jumps back in as a VIP. Let's go. Let's go a little vip member train come on let's see some more people get involved man bump it up they show the cost of respect but who knows if the changes to the numbers or not all we need to do is get visual confirmation that you can do it that's all i'm looking for paladin is arguably the most thematically fitting hero in the diablo universe it's a staple at this point to have some sort of righteous warrior that's what i'm saying bro warrior of the light I vibe with that, bro. I vibe with that. That's my spirit animal. Ryjin says, VIP! That's right. Go to the part where it shows the Paragon board. It shows purchase and refund options. I'm waiting. I couldn't see it when I was scrolling across the bottom. I couldn't see it. It must be very, very brief. Brief enough that it didn't like show up as a thumbnail sample at the bottom. Hang on, hang on. Uh... Available points. There's gold. Ah. Yeah. Uh, unlock. Oh, refund. Okay. Holy. F- what? 53000 to refund that? Are you serious, Clark? Like, that's how much it's going to cost? That can't be right. It can't be 50 grand to refund a single node. (laughs) You're going to need to take out a small loan of a million dollars if you want to refund your entire board. I thought your spirit animal was a swan. Murph, there's a handful of ways to get banned. You better watch you better watch yourself, Murph. <laughs> you better watch yourself, Murph. All right, yeah, that's that's crazy. Hang on, there's another screenshot there. Yeah, refund cost. So there's a legendary node. There's a legendary. Node. You deal five percent increased damage for each nearby enemy that is crowd controlled up to twenty five percent. Fifty three thousand. He has 4 million. Yo, Brendan upgraded the VIP. Keep it going. I want to see VIPs across the top. Keep upgrading. You guys are the best. Yeah, he does have 4.1 million. So, okay. Hang on, though. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's see something here. You guys got a great beard. All right, hang on. Let's just get a guesstimate. How many do you think... Alright, how many do you think? 2, 4, 6, 8... Wait, 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 wait. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24, 25. Uh, so it's roughly... Let's just say it's 26. It's 26 to get from, from point A to point B here, okay? So if you take 26 and you multiply it by the 53,000... You're gonna need. It would take him just to repeat a board. Is that right? One, two, three. Let me add the zeros. One point three million to reset a single board. I can't upgrade. I'm already there, my man, bro, sexy. Yeah, if I take twenty six nodes and it's fifty three thousand for every node, that's one point three million. Is it not? I, am I? Am I? Am I looking at this correctly? Right here, I'll just I'll just show you what it did. Twenty six times fifty three thousand. That's one point three million, isn't it? So, if this if this guy if this guy's standing here with four point one million, it's gonna take him a fourth of his of his money just to clear one board prices could vary. Yeah, because the more the more you put on a single board, the more your glyph can impact. So you're not going to always do a straight beeline shot to the next board. You're not going to do that. You're going to you're going to either, you know, uh, cluster, do more, whatever. Poggers dark taco renews for 8 months. The cost doesn't scale. There's 220 paragon points total. So if you take 26 by the 53,000, so if you if you reset every single paragon thing that you have, it's going to cost you 1.1 billion. It would cost you 1.1 billion to reset all all 220 paragon points. That's a that's a lot. I heard 10 million for the for this, Oh no 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 you're right. It's not one point one billion. It's eleven million. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I looked at the number wrong. Not billion. Sorry. Eleven million for a total reset. Eleven million for a total reset. I mi- I, I miss I misread the number. Like when the numbers start looking like that and there's no freaking commas, like I can't do it. My brain breaks. I'm like, dude, what's that say? So yeah, eleven million. If that worries you, you're uh, or you're a more casual player please for your own sake do not heavily invest until you can find a guide exactly that's the thing the thing that you have to ask is how many people are going to get that far in the game and be like i need to nuke everything and start all the way over do you know what i mean who's going to get these boards all the way filled out and be like boy i got to i got to i got to scrounge and get myself a crispy 11 million cuz i got to start all the way over Like, what'd you do, wear a blindfold and just click your way through the Paragon board? Like, there's no accessibility options for stupidity. Like, if you play the game like a dum-dum, they can't make up for that. They can't be like, yeah, well, sorry, you got all the way to the end and didn't pay attention to literally anything. And I'm that player. I'm totally that player. I, 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 I play games like that sometimes. I play like a dummy. I don't pay attention, I just start moving and doing stuff. If you get all the way to level 100 in Diablo 4, and you're like, I, I want to change all of this. Okay, well that's on you. You weren't paying attention, dadgummit. You know? Let me give you guys a total member count and let me give you guys a VIP count. 28.01 so 2,800 members and then we have uh, let's see uh how do i do this there it is current level total vips 149 so we are exactly 51 away we were about 60 away i thought we were closer so that's why i said about 50 yeah we need 51 people to upgrade you guys moved us you guys moved us up to 149 we were at like 140 a day ago so nine people have rolled up what else he's spending gold on at that stage of the game i don't know at the stage of the game where you're investing in your Paragon board and and you're you know you're looking at this stuff here and you're doing all of this, I, I don't I don't know. I, I would imagine I would imagine that you're not. He he looks at two here. He looks at cheap shot. Isn't that wasn't there two? Oh no, he slots it and it changes. Get to this level, I don't know what you're spending your gold on. Keep the VIP train rolling, says McDO9. Yeah, McDO9's asking for more VIPs. Any brand new member that picks a VIP counts as two for our member goal. And we're currently at 33 out of 50. What benefit does having a respect cost bring the game? Too long didn't read nothing. No, that's not true, Hilly. That's not true. I want you to think about it. Think about psychologically what seeing refund... Like, what seeing refund refund cost does psychologically to the player. It makes you stop and weigh the decision. Because taking it back isn't as easy as just being, Oops! Undo, control Z, right? This is important for the psychology of the player. Like, you... You kind of have to look at it and say, because if you could keep coming in here and be like, click, 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 don't like it, undo it all. Etch a sketch it up. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Cleared it up. All right. Click, 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 click. And you click all these different things. There's no weight behind the decisions anymore. It's just a buffet of just keep trying, 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 trying. So that robs it of psychological impact of investment. You're no longer investing in something. You're just sampling stuff. Solemn says, I think a lot of people will be short-sighted in their choices less less so than them being dumb. Even for me, I get a little anxiety worrying about how optimal my choices are. Yes, and I agree with that. Yo, James Tiberius Kirk says, I'll jump in, doubles it up. He gives us a VIP, moves the number from 33 to 35. A brand new member picks VIP." Takes us to fifty. Gangs takes us to fifty-one. He upgrades to VIP. I love to see it. You love to see it. I I actually there's a part of me that really hopes you guys hit the two hundred because I want to do those streams with VIPs, <laughs> just once a week. Being like, man, this week, bro. This week, bro. <laughs> we might even get creature on speakerphone for those streams. He'll he'll be like, you ain't me into this. <laughs> Hilly says, disagree. You want to play a build. Build doesn't work. Oh, I have to pay money. It's BS. Anyone who thinks this adds weight to the game is baffling to me. Yo, Dark Taco upgrades to VIP. Let's go. Skatenator hit six months in a row. Turning in on my break. Oh, tuning in on my break. Gonna lurk. But just want to say, can't believe it's already been six months. Many more to come. Thank you so much, Skatenator. All right. Here's the thing, Hilly. You... I, I, I don't think... Like, look at how many you're selecting. Look at how many pieces on the board you're selecting. You want it to be like this thing where you can just do it and then nuke the whole thing. That's not the kind of game that this is, though. You're going to spend... How many have they spent? Available points 115. Yeah, so they're just clicking like crazy here. What's with all the VIPs lately? Zubair said that if we get a certain number of VIPs, we should do like a VIP stream once a week. Wait, what are they trying to involve me in? I'm still not doing it, but what is it? I was just saying for the VIP weekly stream, we throw you on speakerphone and let them hear you. (laughs) I'll VIP for a creature stream. Like... I, I I can't look at something that's this that's this full and this substantive and be like, yeah, I should just be able to go in here and reset this every time. Yeah, I've spent fifty some odd points on my paragon board and I don't like I don't like what I have. Creature says he would do that. Well, there you go. There you go. Creature will join us for the VIP stream, so we need. 49 more people to do it. Hilly's the savior we need. I feel like this system just makes people wait until others figure it out before engaging. Alright, let's let's set up what's gonna happen. Because I feel like people are overstating their case. You don't even unlock the paragon system until you're level 50. And when you're level 50, you're no longer getting skill points. So your build is pretty much figured out. If it's not figured out, that's a great time to figure it out. Now that you've unlocked the Paragon board, if you're a Barbarian and you really like your Bleed build, you're going to pick Hemorrhage Paragon boards. And if you pick Hemorrhage Paragon boards and you're leveling and you're leveling and you're leveling and you're it's feeling good, and then all of a sudden you decide at level 75 I don't like my Barbarian Bleed build anymore. My friend told me about a Bonebreaker build, and I want to go with that. It's got overpower, it's got tanky health, that's what I want to build in. Okay, you've invested hundreds of hours in that build, in that character, in those choices, and to be able to just nuke that at no cost, I think is a mistake. That's a player investment breakdown. Ironically, you're saying, oh, it's BS. You know, oh, you're not letting me do what I want. Too much freedom is a bad thing. I'm telling you. Too much freedom in a game is a bad thing. It dilutes the impact of your choice. Yo, Barry, you're coming in with a VIP. There it is. Another person upgrading think about it like and another upgrade to VIP my man Henry heck let's go (laughs) fiddling around in the UI should be just that it's not substantial gameplay like why the cost what benefit does it bring so far adds weight to the choice that's BS like the tile but you're not interacting with what I'm saying Hilly by the time you get to the Paragon board You're not fiddling around in the UI. You've got a character that you've built. You have a build that you have come up with. That would definitely make me just watch videos for builds instead of testing myself. I don't know about nuking at no cost, but I'm not experimenting on my own at that point. I just... If you get a character all the way to level 100, you get a character all the way to level 100, and you want to completely start over... That making that free and have no consequence, that doesn't vibe with any game in this genre. It doesn't. What game lets you get all the way to the end and just completely nuke all your choices, and it doesn't cost you anything? It's not costly. It's not painful. You just bling. bling all of your choices just get mowed down. You missed my membership. I'm sorry, Collin. I'm sorry. Khaled, with 18 months, that's a year and a half. Really want to be part of the VIP upgrade, but currently it's a bit difficult for me. We'll definitely uh, up the support when I can. Yo, thank you Khaled. I appreciate you very much. Don't sweat that. Paragon boards are for min-maxing your skill tree abilities. That's exactly right. Like, I just, I don't get this idea that, like, you should be able to get all the way to level 100, nuke every choice you've made, destroy your skill tree, wipe it, wipe four paragon boards, or whatever, however many paragon boards you have at that point, and be like, it doesn't cost a thing. You're going to get all that way and have so much gold it ain't going to matter, but if you want to nuke everything, it certainly should matter. I'm not talking about starting over. I'm talking about the system seems to not encourage self-experimentation. Yo, Ryan upgrades to VIP. Eugene, I okay, I think we're passing in the night. No one is getting to this stage and experimenting. You've already done that. Little 5%s and 2%s here and there is not time for experimentation. This is a capstone to your existing choices you've got a barbarian at level 50 you've experimented you've tried out all the different skills and combinations and synergies and you have a bleed build that you really like four percent here and five percent there you're not experimenting with the paragon board that's not what the paragon board is you're looking at this and seeing something that's not there no one is coming to this paragon board and experimenting says who how do you experiment with such inconsequential decisions? They're they're percentage points. These aren't abilities. These aren't skills. These are, you've already chosen a build, now elements of that build are stronger. Do you see what I'm saying? It doesn't affect anybody by removing the cost, except I have a better experience. I would not be surprised if it does have an impact. Thank you, Ryan, for the VIP upgrade. Let me give you guys a VIP count. I think it does, Hilly. It would not surprise me at all if there's if there's research to back this, that it affects the psychology of the player. We're at 155. We need 45 people now to upgrade to VIP. We've really moved that needle, man. That's awesome. Paragon in the past was just infinite gold. Infinite grind couldn't even respec in Dragon Age without special bot potions. Yeah, like if you want to respec in um, in Elden Ring, you got to go get a larval tier and you got to go to a specific boss. And that's so you can only do it even so many times. Also in Diablo games, you end up with billions of gold. It messes up the whole game balance if you remove the cost 100%. It's part of the gold economy of the game. That's another point from Paul over here on Kick. It's part of the gold economy. said it yourself you gain five legendary attributes from paragon yeah but that's when you're all the way done the, you're, when you get all the way to the end and your paragon board's maxed out if you're like herp derp <laughs> I was just experimenting up to now that just isn't what the pa- the paragon system's not built for experimentation it's capstone to all of the experimentation you've done up to that point I've never said it shouldn't cost well, we don't know how relative this cost is to your power in the end game. It could be a completely superfluous gold sink because you're Scrooge McDuck and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like we're we're posturing as if this is pain in the end game. It could be, it could be meaningless in the end game. It's not like there's this thing that you really want to do, but you're wasting your gold on respect, right? Like there's too much presumption baked into Hilly's position. Hilly's position is presuming all these things that we don't know. We don't know how much gold you're going to have. We don't know how much gold you're going to need for the common end game grind. We don't even know how much the cost will be relative to how much you'll actually need to respec. Like, if you're experimenting and you have to re- co- refund a couple of nodes, that might be nothing if you're in the millions of, of gold. The guy has 4 million and only costs 43. Right. He has 4 million in this sample and to respec the entire thing would cost him eleven million. If he literally built out his entire two hundred some odd paragon points and then wanted to respec them all. But that that who's doing that? Respec cost is an unnecessary cost whenever it has showed up. It adds nothing. Oh, you built wrong your problem. I want to learn the system by experimenting, not throwing gold away. Why does um Why does gold for, why does gold for loot? That's unnecessary. That's an unnecessary cost. It shouldn't cost me anything to buy loot. I should just be able to go to town and grab loot. Why? I just asserted it. I just asserted it. It's an unnecessary cost. I should just be able to go buy loot. I don't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to use gold for loot. Gold is time. They're wasting my time. But again, the presumption is that that gold, you need it for something else. Like, what, what do you need gold for that dearly in the end game? You're out here grinding Helltides and Dungeons and PvTP. You're looking for best-in-slot gear. You're constantly taking the gear that you get, taking it back to town and selling it. And you're like, oh my gosh, gold on a respec. Uh, this is so painful and unfair that's so presumptuous you don't even know if it's going to be that painful the game is looting not respec Okay, but going out and spending time to get loot is not that different than spending time to get gold so that you can tweak your build think about it Hilly if you want to change your build from an axe to a sword what do you have to do What do you have to do? You have to go grind for a drop or buy the sword. Oh, so if you want to change your axe to a sword, it's going to cost you time or gold. Either one. If you want to change your paragon board, it's going to cost you time or gold. It's the same thing. Your paragon board, your skill tree, your loot are all extensions of your choices. And if you want to change those choices, it costs time and money. That's what it's going to cost you. you. You can't just be like, I don't like this axe anymore. Switch it to a sword. It shouldn't cost me time. It shouldn't cost me money. I just want to switch it to a sword. That's what you're saying. You're saying that you should be able to go into a paragon board or a skill tree, something that gives you power and ability and strength in the game, and you should just be able to change it because you want to. Well, then apply that to loot. Apply that to your helmet. Apply that to your shield. I should just be able to change it. It shouldn't cost me gold. I shouldn't have to go farm for new ones. What? Nobody would say that. Respec is a pain point. It's a cost at the moment that you mess up the board. It's a bad time to ask the player to spend time right but Hilly if if you if you structure yourself around a certain loot build and you've got this axe and you get 10 levels past when you decided to use it and you don't like it you're in the same scenario you've got to go get something different you've got to go grind for a new piece of loot I love the fact that there's a respect choice I love that in cyberpunk and cost money as well it taught me to choose well or it would be costly I think my response about switching from the axe to the sword is the best response I can come up with. If you want to change your loot, it's going to cost you money at a vendor or time to grind. If you want to change your build, if you want to change your skill tree or your paragon board, it's going to cost you. You can't just change your character in games like this willy-nilly. That's not a thing. It isn't. Any any game where you suddenly want to switch something about your character, you want to switch from this gun to that gun, you want to switch from this shield to that shield, this armor piece to that armor piece, it's going to cost you. It's not free. It isn't. You either spend your time grinding for it, or you buy it from a vendor. So excited about my Gundam. Oh, you guys are talking about something else in the Discord. If you mess up your board, it's your fault. Yeah, but that's a thing. You're acting like you can just mess up your board like you're slipping on a banana in a cartoon. Like, whoop, oh, I messed my board up. It's literally like, like small... Oops, wrong mouse. It's... Oh, no, that was the right mouse. It's small, inconsequential ones, and then periodically there's magic ones, and then there's more impactful ones. You're... you're it, it, the the spectrum of choice here is not that broad you're not gonna be like oops i was level 55 i had a bleed build and i just made all the wrong choices well what the frick are you doing If that's the best response experimenting with builds is actual gameplay tiles in a ui and check boxes are not substantial to me right but that's the game that they've built, what do you mean? You get to level 50, your skill trees maxed out, now you spend the next 50 levels on a paragon board. Min-maxing. Super in-depth customization. If you make min-maxing free and easy, no investment necessary, no pain necessary if you make bad choices. It's no different than if you if you if you grind for an axe and you decide that you don't like the axe and you want to switch to a sword. It's no different. You've got to rectify that choice and investment with time and money. Why have two hundred and twenty choices and then limit players using them? Why have tons of loot in the game and limit what players can use? It, like we can do this all day foundationally in a game like this if you want to swap something out on your character it's not free it isn't do you do you want a different loot build a different shield a different sword a different helmet that's gonna cost you it isn't free do you want to change your skill tree do you want to redo your paragon board it's not free you've got to go and do stuff in order to earn that it's all about investment and time and making your choices feel like they're impactful and meaningful. R- removing cost from those things dilutes the game into a freaking dress-up doll. I've got my druid. Well, yeah, today I'm feeling kind of sassy and I'm going to switch everything around to a sword and uh, this and no more wolves. I want the carrion vine. There's, no, there's nothing behind that. You might as well just pull a, a, a slot machine lever and be like, "What am I going to play as today, Bob? Like uh, yesterday, I was a summoning wolf druid, and today I'm a I'm a wear bear with a carrion vine. Like no no impact at all, no meaning behind the choices, just thin, tenuous, diluted, nothing. Just just whatever you feel like today. Overcoming the pain points in this game, oh, is the game? That's any game. That's right. We're acting like builds don't get nerfed into the ground. With seasonal, this isn't too bad, but if not seasonal, this could remove experimentation. Okay, um, that's another discussion though, Kage Williams, because if they nerf something into the ground and you're really angry about that or you're really frustrated or whatever, or you really feel like they just completely butchered your build and now you've got to spend a bunch of money, that's a separate conversation. You put 40 hours in this character, sorry, but that's pointless if you want to change the build. But it's not pointless. You're, you're not making a very strong case when you speak so hyperbolically. Like, it's you will be able to respec. You will be able to respec. A total character respec, a wiping of the paragon board, a wiping of your skill tree, that needs to be expensive. Because if not... All the choices up to that point don't matter. Your character is meaningless. All they are is a puppet. All they are is a dress-up doll, and you just you strip them down to nothing and just put new stuff on them. What, what, that's not how games like this work. You can't play games like uh, EverQuest or World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy and get all the way to the endgame and just nuke the character and retain everything like yeah they're a level this they've got all these points they've got all this and i'm just gonna nuke them and just rebuild them how expensive though we don't really know d tom like it's we don't know it's so relative like when you're level 75 let's say you're level 75 and you want to reset this entire board Fifty-three thousand per node is pretty expensive. It's like it's like twenty something nodes, you know, or, or or more that you're gonna try to reset. That's that's one and a half million in coin, according to this, out of your out of your four point one. But so sure, but when you get to level seventy five, is that really gonna matter to you? You spend you let's say you spend that one and a half million, you're like ooh that that kind of hurt. Took, you know, taking me down to you know to two two point two point six mil. Taking me down to two point six mil. Oh no! Whatever will you do? I don't know. You're gonna keep playing, and you're gonna get loot, and then you're gonna go sell that loot, and in a matter of probably a day, you're gonna have all that money back. You're gonna have all that money back. You're gonna be you're gonna be grinding dungeons and hell tides and hard content and getting all these legendaries, and guess what? You're gonna take them back, and you're gonna sell them. We're, we're acting like the game doesn't have rhythms to refund what you've spent, to recoup what you've spent. Like, you're going to spend all that money and respec your character, and then what, set them in town and walk away? They do matter. You selected that. I'm sorry, but people thinking they mean more than clicking is beyond me. I agree with the grids to unlock, but once at that power, experimenting is more than stupid respec costs. Yes, but again, Hilly, you're acting as if you won't be playing the game and constantly getting something back. You spend a million to respec a board. You spend a couple million to respec maybe even more than that. And then you're going to go and play and you're going to grind and you're going to experiment. And then you're going to get money back. It's not like that money goes away and then you're just stuck and you're like, well, I just completely ruined my character. It's literally just gold. It's just a currency in the game. Every game has rhythms like that. No, it's not higher just because it's a legendary node. Because uh, back here, there's a regular node that is going to cost that much as well. You can see unlock refund cost 53 and that's just a normal node. You get gold for everything you do. It's like loot pools need mid stuff to make the god roll valuable. If everything is a god roll, then nothing is a god roll. Exactly like if everything is free and isn't costly, then what purpose does gold serve? What purpose is having currency serve? What purpose is even making your choices serve? They don't matter. Just pick whatever you want, and if you don't like it, wipe it and try again. There's nothing impactful about that. You, again, it just it, you you just turn the character into a, into a dress up doll. Shoot. We got into a good debate and I wasn't watching the time. That board looks intimidating. Yeah, I said that this morning. I said, I don't think people realize that they're calling this game casual. This game isn't casual at all. This this game is going to be tough, man. There's a lot to it. There is a lot to it. It's not going to be as simple as just like what what I originally thought the Paragon board was going to be. I thought the Paragon board was going to be just pick random stuff and you'll get a couple percentage points here and there. It's not that at all. It's basically this big elaborate min-maxing capstone, you know, to, to, to your character. It's like a whole secondary, it's almost like a whole secondary grind. And just like your loot, I stand by what I'm saying. I stand by what I'm saying. I, I, I don't think, I don't think you can you can just let people just just nuke everything and start over whenever they want at no cost to them. I I don't think that's a good idea. I think that takes everything and it just it just flattens it out into just try as many different things as you want. And then when you finally settle on a build, guess what? That that build doesn't matter either because in three weeks you could just nuke it again. Never costs you anything you know i i i think that that flattens and neuters choice it's it, it none of it none of it has meaning anymore you complain in d3 that gold meant nothing no purpose other than gear repair now there's actual gold sinks and people are complaining that's what i mean like actually having a gold sink actually having some purpose behind gold I, if if you don't have that if you don't have that then i, I it's like then what's the point of the gold stacking up? Answer me that. Answer me that hilly. what are you using all that gold for in the end game? Why do you need to protect it? That's what I need to add the people that agree with Hilly, the people that think this is ridiculous and it shouldn't cost anything and it's just a needless pain point. what's your gold for? what are you using it for? Why do you need all that gold in the end game of Diablo 4? what what exorbitant pain are you experiencing by them making it cost something? I think that's the biggest, I think that's the biggest, like, probably, to be rich. Yeah. So, so, you say clicking tiles on a board is meaningless. A number going up on a board that's attached to currency you use for nothing is equally meaningless. Being rich? What do you mean? Yo, Juggernaut Nate jumps in as a VIP. Every brand new member that picks VIP counts as a two. Moves us from 35 to 37. Thank you so much, Juggernaut Nate. That is a heck of a profile picture. You're, you are, yeah. You're a great man. (laughs) Thank you, Juggernaut Nate. Oh my gosh. Listen, we gotta we gotta shift gears a little bit because we are gonna watch. uh, We are gonna watch the uh, the Diablo dev stream, right? We are gonna watch the Diablo dev stream, but, but, but 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 but. we are gonna watch this immortals thing first. We I didn't wanna have like this super, super long stream. Uh okay. and here. In D three I'm a billionaire and you're not. And it means nothing. It means nothing. You being a billionaire in you being a billionaire in, in Diablo three doesn't mean anything it's meaningless what, what What? does it mean you have gold you have currency and nothing to spend it on it's like being rich in monopoly what can you spend the money on what purpose does the money serve it's not attached to anything it's not attached to anything How, it, it has no it has no value it has no value if there's nothing. if there's nothing for you to spend it on alright I'm gonna move the sub goal over here I will I will give you guys what I owe you with respect to the sub goal right because when we hit 50 I'll owe you more I'll do that in the final stream of the day it gives you a reason to uh, gives you a reason to, to, to support and be here all right I'm gonna give you guys a link right and we're gonna go over and watch this immortals thing in 20 minutes and then we're going to discuss it and break it down, and then we'll come back and do a separate stream for the Diablo dev stream, all right? Thank you so much for checking out Reforge Gaming. We're going to be covering Immortals of Avium if that's how you're supposed to pronounce it, I actually haven't... I'm not sure if they've said how to pronounce it in the, in the trailers. If they've had, I've missed it. Immortals of Avium, they're doing a gameplay first look trailer, so if you're watching the past broadcast, skip ahead 19 minutes and you'll be able to watch it and then afterwards I'll kind of debrief with my thoughts. Uh, I did a stream about Diablo 4 this morning. The Paragon boards, if you missed that, check it out. Then I'm also going to be co-streaming the Diablo 4 developer update. So all that content in one day. We're hitting big numbers with members as well. If you pick a VIP member a brand new member it counts as two for the member goal and then it'll also unlock vip streams i'm going to end the previous stream and bring everybody over on a redirect thank you guys so much for supporting